I'm back, people. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. As always, thank you. Alrighty, and I'll plug the show real quick. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube right now, everyone, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. No spaces in there. I need. I should probably put spaces in there. I, I saw people years ago that no one put spaces in there. I guess YouTube didn't allow spaces back then. Now they do, so I should change that. So, uh... The Frankie D Show on YouTube. Press the subscribe button, hit the bell, give me the thumbs up, do what you gotta do. <clears throat> um, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon, Podbean, wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe to me on those platforms. Leave me a review, do what you gotta do. And if you are want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Sound good, people? So remember the Frankie D Show. Look me up, and you will be able to find me. All right, cool. Okay, I'm a tad early today. Not much. Usually, I'm a tad late. Um, just got set up, and I was like, "Hey, I can't wait. I just feel like starting." I sound a tad different today, I'm sorry. After my show last Friday, I, like, started feeling under the weather, and I've been pretty out out of it this week, been pretty sick. Today's the first day, though, I'm actually starting to feel uh, better. Like, I, I, I mean, I've been feeling better every day, <clears throat> but, uh, so if I cough or something, that's why I cough or sound different just because I haven't been feeling good. But every day I've been feeling a little bit better. But today's like the first day where, I don't know, I feel like I haven't been coughing as much. And uh, I don't know. I feel like um, in a couple of days I'm going to be completely back to uh, normal. But uh, yeah, if I was still feeling that crappy, I was probably going to skip the podcast this week. But I was like, eh, I'm, feel- I'm, star- I'm starting to feel better. The show must go on. So here I am. And I got some good stuff to talk about today. Some of the stuff I'm sure uh, you people have already uh, heard of, but <clears throat> I will be talking about it. So the first thing I want to talk about... Oh, also, always forget to uh, mention this. Again, I don't even have the phone set up right now, so if anyone does want to call in, the number is in the description, right in the chat, though, that you want to call in, and I will make sure that the phone is on by the end so I could take Collins. At the end, I I just figure it's always easier to do it this way since, you know, we don't, you know, uh, easier than just plugging the number on every talk break. Just let me know if you want to uh, call in in the chat. And at the end, I will take the calls. All right. So uh, that first topic I want to talk about the Jaguars coach, Urban Meyer is his name. Uh, he, this was the uh, football coach from the NFL. I don't know if anyone has seen him this week. He uh, was caught like kind of grinding with some hot chick at, I guess, a party. Chick looked really good. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily blame him. Hey, you know, if you actually see it, he looks very awkward and uncomfortable. It kind of looked like one of those situations where he did want to grind with this chick, but he knew he wasn't supposed to, so he's... She clearly wanted to be grinding with him. So, you know, he's kind of letting her, but he's also keeping her somewhat at a distance. But he he, he is touching her, you know, so it, it, it doesn't look good for him. But uh, he admits he embarrassed his uh, team and his wife, Shelly. I would say he more so embarrassed his wife, Shelly, over his team, really. Your team's probably proud of you, dude. They're probably like, damn, you see Coach over there, that hot blonde? Yo, isn't he married? Yeah, he don't give no fucks. Fuck. Yeah, you know, it's probably one of those situations. His team probably would get, was giving him high fives on the way out. Yo, we saw you with that girl. Fuck yeah, man. 
Uh, his wife, though, on the other hand, might have been like, what the hell is wrong with you, you piece of shit? It's actually funny. I'll talk about this in a minute or two. Uh, I actually saw another article saying, though, his wife and his daughter were standing up for him. <coughs> so that's got to be in it. You know, that's interesting. I, I just thought it would basically be like divorce after that. Who knows? Uh, maybe uh, he's just got so much money that she's like, oh, I got to stand up for him. I can't... Uh, Lose him. We we he's I've got a prenup. He's got a prenup. I have no clue if he has a prenup, but <clears throat> I have no clue. Uh, it's it's funny though. Uh, the Jaguars. Whenever I see anything about the Jaguars, I just think of the wrestling company AEW. The guy Shahid Khan that owns the Jaguars is the same guy that owns the wrestling company AEW, and AEW kind of has like wrestling coaches there. You know, like. <clears throat> There's like these uh, old wrestlers that were very popular that started, uh, you know, coming out with these other, you know, newer wrestlers. And they're like their coaches, kind of. They're not really coaches, but they're kind of their coaches. This one guy, his name's Arn Anderson. He's an old time wrestler. He's like a coach now. And I'm like, damn, should I expect this hot blonde chick to be uh, grinding up against Arn next? Grinding up against uh, Urban Meyer first, and then Arn Anderson next. Uh, it's funny. AEW, go company. Everyone should check it out. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. The, the like I said, Urban Meyer looked very awkward in that picture or in the video. He looked like I wouldn't say it looked like he didn't want it to be going on, because if he really didn't want it to be going on, he'd be like, can you stop touching me? I guess it could have been one of those awkward situations where it's like, oh, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, but nah, if he really didn't want her to be touching him, he would have been like, hey, girl, get the fuck off me. But he does look awkward, and he's trying to keep her, like, somewhat at a distance. No, he did, like I said, he, he touched this chick. And it's funny, because there's an article... That says, like, he gropes her. And, I, I mean, I, I think a lot of the articles are saying he, he was groping her. I think that's kind of a harsh term to use for this situation. Because grope, I feel, is kind of when uh, the chick doesn't want to be touched. And clearly this chick won, wanted to be touched. She's, like, grinding up all against him. And he's, like, sitting in a freaking chair with, like, his hands on her. But, like, again, at a distance. Like I said, I really, it was like one of those situations where he, in his head, he definitely wanted something to happen, but he knew something couldn't happen. Like, he he knew it wasn't right for something to happen, so he's keeping her at a distance, but he's still touching her, so it's kind of like, well, dude, you're still doing something, something wrong. I mean, I know in your head, it's like, well, I'm just, I'm just touching. It's not like I'm really grinding with her right now. Like, she's trying to grind on me and stuff, and I don't know. Everyone should uh, check the video out. It's it's pretty a pretty funny video just because of how awkward he, he looked. Me, on the other hand, hey, chick, I don't know your fucking name, but you looked really good. If you want to uh, take a trip over to the Frankie D show... I won't be pushing you away. You should be fucking repulsed by me, though. I, I don't make all that fucking money uh, being a Jaguars coach. Let's see. <coughs> Sorry again for the... Co- I, I need, like, a, one of those cough buttons they have on the radio. Let's see. Let's see what some of this article says. I want to play the video of this guy apologizing, though. Uh... Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Meyer apologized to his family, team, and owner uh, Shad Khan for being a distraction after a new video surfaced over the weekend showing his hand on a young mystery blonde woman's bum. Uh, my <clears throat> Meyer called a team meeting Monday and vowed to own it. Bro, I'd own it too if I had my hand on that chick's ass. Uh, the motto he uses daily and has plastered all around the Jaguars facility. I just apologize to the team and staff for being a distraction, Meyer said in today's press conference. R- really? It's like the chick was on you. I mean, I guess you like his fault was not telling her to go away, I guess. 
He is touching this chick's ass here. I'm, I'm seeing a video of him right now. He definitely is touching her. It's like, this is the part where it's like, dude, why did you have to, like, tap her ass here? Like, that's where you're really getting in, in trouble. Because in my opinion, if you're not doing that and she's just trying to grind on top of you and you're, like, pushing her away, it's kind of like, well, he's doing all he can do. He's pushing her away. But here, here he is tapping her ass. Uh, this says in the article, just stupid, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it. Just stupid. Should not have myself in that kind of position. Meyer didn't fly back with his team uh, following Jacksonville's 24-21 loss at Cincinnati on Thursday. He remained in Ohio to see family members and went to dinner Friday at his restaurant bar in Columbus, Urban Meyer's Pint House. All right, here is the uh, video. Let's see. There's probably going to be a stupid uh, ad here. Yep. Once this stupid thing is done, we will uh, play his apology. Man, you got to realize, if you are married, you can't be touching other women. Even if these women literally want you so freaking bad, dude, you're freaking married. Not only are you, could you is it, could this end up in divorce? Like, like look now your big headlines on stories and who knows? I mean, you could possibly lose the job. Up oh, here's the apology. Yeah, yeah. I just apologize to the team and the staff and uh, for being a distraction, just stupid. Uh, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it, and you know, just a stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. Urban, did you did you fly back with the team, or did you stay in? Um, no, I stayed to see the grandkids, and we all went to dinner that night at the restaurant. And then there's a big group next to our restaurant, and they wanted me to come over and take pictures, and I did. And, and they were trying to pull me out on a dance floor, screwing around, and I should have left. How did the team react? I mean, they're pretty, probably pretty again. Reactionary, or you know, how did they take it? Your apology. Well, I've always been so defensive of them. You know, I remember when Trevor told me he's going to go to Vegas for his bachelor party. I mean, I was just, my gosh, man, be careful and surround yourself, and because I've seen this happen. And uh, man, this sounds like such a serious guy. Like, can't even picture him grinding with a young hot shit chick like uh, he was in that video. Like, you you got to wonder what attracted the chick over to him. Was it that? Like sternness, or was it the fact that she knew he was a coach with a lot of money, and she was like, "Hey, I gotta try to get with this guy." And I just so the team, the team, uh, I spoke to a bunch of leaders one on one. Spoke to all the players. Uh, They're good. They were focused on Tennessee, and I apologized again for being a distraction. And uh, a coach should not be a distraction. How about, your, how about your family? Did you also, did you feel a need to apologize to your family? Yeah, yeah of course I did. Yeah, that's not me, and that's, uh, uh, oh yeah, they're upset. Have you talked to Shad Khan about it, and what was that conversation like? I did talk to Shad, and uh, I'm very supportive, and uh, Trent, I talked to him obviously at length, uh, right when I got that phone call that night, uh, the next, next night. Right, so that's his apology. Clearly, now that this guy is, uh, you know, popular in the news and everything, and, you know, a little scandalous, I guess we got to get him over to AEW now. So, you know, he's already with the Jaguars. Shad Khan owns AEW also. Let's bring him over to uh, AEW now. I think that would be so funny. Wrestler, like, wrestlers calling him out for that, and him either, like, Standing up and being like, hell yeah, I was with that hot ass chick. Or, you know, whatever, him like denying it. No, it's not what it looks like. I, I want to see Urban Meyer now in AEW. All Elite Wrestling. Hold on, got a cough. <coughs> I think that would be uh, hysterical. I know he wouldn't do it, but it would be funny. Especially he's got this serious tone. I know AEW's been doing um some collaboration though with uh, not football but with uh, actually they've had some 
not with, re- with football players, but they've had some stadium stampede matches where they're in the uh, Jaguars football stadium. But they've been doing some collaboration with uh, some MMA people. I see Paige Van Zandt's been there, Jorge Masvidal. Uh, so that's been interesting. And that, actually, before I get on to my next point, I do want to see, I was I was about to go on to my next point. I do want to see, though, real quick, what his this guy's wife and daughter said, because apparently they defended the guy. And I thought they were going to not defend him. I'd probably be mad at him in person and then just not talk about it at all on social media. Because I feel like it's just a losing battle. Uh, Let's see. Urban Meyer's daughter and wife ran to play a little defense for the... I don't even... Beleaguered? I don't even know if I said that right. Uh, Jag... Jacksonville Jaguars football coach after he was caught groping a young woman's backside in a pair of viral videos. Again, is groping really the right word? I would say touching. I don't know. It's just better. Like, groping just sounds like she did not want it. This chick, clearly, <laughs> she was on top of this guy. Uh, let's see. As much of our lives might seem different to Everybody else, we're still human, said Gigi Meyer, the coach's daughter, via Instagram Thursday. The good news is we know my dad and we know his character, and he's literally the most incredible person I know in my entire life. She said that the family has decided to move on from the controversy and that she has the most incredible family in the world. Oh, okay, so the daughter's definitely standing up. So what does the mother say now? Her mother also backed her husband of 37 years. We all make mistakes. We are all sinners. Shelly Myers tweeted Thursday. If you think you aren't, uh, then cast the first stone. All right. This is the thing, though. Sure. We all make mistakes and stuff. It's just so weird that she would want to publicly defend it. Like, she had to be upset. You saw your husband touching this young, hot chick's ass. And you're not going to be like, why did you do that? You, you know you're married to me, right? You know, I have a butt myself. You could touch it. Plus, she doesn't like him touching it. Maybe, maybe the wife is like, you know what? That is a hot chick. You will never be able to touch an ass like that like ever again. You know, you should you should take that chance. I'm happy that you touched that thing. Why, why, just, why didn't you grind with her a little more? Like, geez. I don't know. Oh, there's a video of the daughter here. There's probably going to be a stupid ad again. Let's see the uh, video of the daughter. Oh, what's up? Here it is. People. Yep. Obviously, I've been taking a little bit of a break from social media, and that was just my own thing that I, I feel like I needed to do. But I'm back. The good news is I'm, we know my dad, and we know his character, and he's literally the most incredible person I know in my entire life, and I still hold true to that truth. Like, that is my truth. Doesn't have to be your truth, but that's my truth, and I'm sticking to it. So we're all, we've all decided we're going to move on, all right? We're moving on, and life is good. We are blessed. I have the most incredible family in the entire world. I have the most incredible friends. And so, yeah, that being said, um, thank you all so much. Those who have reached out, you guys are awesome. I freaking love you, my friends. I freaking love you guys, too. Um, and, yeah, we're just going to let the media do what it does. It's, you know, it, it is what it is. So, um, but we're moving on. And- all right, so... I understand the media does what it does. They they really play things up. The thing with this is there is a video of him touching the chick's ass. Like I did say, though, you do see him in the beginning. He looks awkward with the chick. So it's it's kind of like he didn't want anything. But what was it, the ass tap? It's like, that's what, you know, it, honestly, I would understand the public forgiving a lot more if he didn't touch the chick's ass. If he was just kind of trying to, keep her at the distance while she's trying to grind on top of him. I understand that a little more, but then he touches her ass and it's kind of like, uh, there was like straight up tap. Again, I think she wanted her ass to be tapped. That's what it appeared. But, uh, that's where the, though the, uh, the media doesn't really have to do much spinning. People are just going to see their eyes and be like, oh, married man touching chick's ass. No boy now. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I guess good. They're moving on. Sure, if he, uh, his family seems to be very on his side, I guess this is out of character for him. 
So there he goes. He gets to uh, touch a hot chick's ass and be forgiven for it. Good for that guy. My God. Living the dream. All right, let's move on to the next topic now. <coughs> um, okay. So I did mention some uh, UFC stuff before, and I was going to have that lead into the next topic. So the next thing I want to talk about is... Uh, uh, John Jones, I guess. We'll start. Let's just start with that. John Jones, he's, uh, I don't know if anyone's seen, he's been in trouble because he uh, beat his wife. So, all, you know, a lot of people are saying he should, you know, be fired from UFC. I, it's funny how they're just saying, oh, he should be fired from UFC. It, it's not like, I think I don't even think that should be in people's heads right now. I think the thing that should be in people's heads is, we need this guy to be in jail for a long time. Like, you got a professional jacked fighter beating his wife. Like, that goes beyond just, like, firing. This guy should be in jail for a long time. You know, it's funny how firing, it's almost like cancel culture is just so much in people's heads that firing is the first thing people have to think of. It's like, no, let's get this guy arrested. That that technically will just... Can, if you guys are that interested in cancel culture, that will cancel the guy. That will mean he's in jail, and he'll be in jail for so long that his contract will run out. So he won't be working for UFC anymore. And then if he ever does get out of jail, which I guess sooner or later he probably would, uh, they won't resign him after that. You know? Now, the, bit, uh, the other thing I really want to talk about with this is... Uh, Dominic Dominic Ray is another UFC fighter. He actually wants UFC to keep John Jones so he could beat the shit out of him. He, you know, he has said that he wants uh, John Jones to stay there just so he could beat his ass. I, you know, I find it. Uh, I do find this interesting. There's been since I've started watching UFC. I don't watch it as much as I used to. I remember I got into it because, as I kind of said with, like, AEW stuff before, I like professional wrestling, and I remember when Brock Lesnar went over there, and I really got into UFC. I I learned all the fighters' names, watched all the fights and stuff. And I remember there were always fighters getting uh, in trouble, and it's kind of scary when you have, like, these big, jacked uh, professional fighters that are doing crazy stuff, whether it's to women or just normal people. These are people that could really hurt other people. People. I remember Quentin Rampage Jackson was getting into trouble. Uh, Jason Mayhem Miller was getting into trouble. I remember uh, Tito Ortiz. He was a Jenna Jameson. She was so freaking hot. Even when he she was with him, <coughs> she was still good looking. Now she's uh, scary looking as hell. But uh, he swears he didn't hit her. I think she she says he did hit her. If I remember correctly, but anyway, they they had lots of problems. Conor McGregor, he's always doing something crazy. You, you know, it's like I don't know. I think we got to keep some of these uh, UFC, these crazy UFC fighters away from people because these are people that could do serious damage, and they're crazy. You know, it's not like. I don't know. It's not like you're getting just even normal people that are crazy. Like, you're getting people that, you know, without weapons would just really destroy you if they really wanted to. You know, and if Tito, Tito's a big dude. If he did hit Jenna Jameson, you know, he's a big dude. John Jones, another dude. Conor McGregor, you know, really good fighter. Quentin Rampage Jackson. I, I don't remember exactly. I feel like I remember him getting into a hit and run situation, but I don't remember. But if he did want to go ballistic on someone, he's a huge dude. He, you know, he could, he could definitely do some damage. You know, I just find it crazy. It almost seems like I know they're they can't be on steroids, right? Because um, they get tested for steroids, but it, it's almost like. These people are on steroids, you know, because you always hear about the people on steroids going crazy and beating the shit out of innocent people. Let's see some of the story about Dominic Reyes with uh, wanting to fight John Jones. 
<coughs> Hold on. Dominic Reyes thinks John Jones should pay for his recent actions in the octagon, and he'd like to be the man to do it. On the night of UFC's Hall of Fame ceremony at which he was being inducted for his first fight against Alexander uh, Gustafsson, I probably pronounced that wrong. At UFC 165, Jones was arrested and booked into jail by the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department on charges of misdemeanor battery, domestic violence, and felony tampering with a vehicle. Jones, 26-1 to MMA, uh, 20-1 to UFC, allegedly assaulted and bloodied his fiancée, okay, so his fiancée, and mother of his three children. Well, that is just terrifying. Uh, who fled downstairs with the kids and sought assistance from casino security after the alleged incident took place in their room. See, it's almost like if if it's not steroids doing it, is it just that these dudes just get so cocky and so confident and just so full of themselves? And, and, you know, and they just want everything to be their way or that if it's not, they're just going to start throwing punches. I like. I guess we got to read more and see if it says what his reasoning to beating his fiancée and mother of his three children. Uh, This says, it's terrible that it's a domestic situation and his kids were there and they saw, oh, Jesus Christ. See, he should never be allowed to be around his kids again. That's the worst part about the whole thing. The guy needs help. He's got serious, serious shit going. Needs help. The guy needs to be thrown in fucking jail, piece of shit. Beating your fiance. What the fuck's the matter with you, dude? Jones, who cited alcohol as the main issue behind his actions. Oh, of course, alcohol. So they get into an argument and he beats her and it's like, oh, it's it's the alcohol. Anyway, uh, who cited alcohol as the main issue behind his actions has been involved in a slew of legal issues throughout his MMA career. His recent past troubles include a hit and run in April 2015, a traffic stop for drag racing in 20, March 2016, pleading no contest to a battery charge in 2019, and multiple charges from an arrest in March 2020 that included driving under the influence and negligent use of a firearm. So it sounds like this guy knows how to get in trouble. It sounds like uh, we need to lock him up for a little bit. The former light heavyweight King is due in court October tw- October twenty sixth, and while Reyes, uh, whose record is twelve to three MMA and six to three UFC, thinks Jones should be punished, he hopes to get an opportunity to avenge his twenty twenty title fight lost to him. About many people thought he won. All right, see, this is the thing. He lost to him. Yeah, all right. I don't want to see this guy. I don't want to see Reyes fight him then. What's, you know, he the guy might get his ass kicked. We don't know. I want, let's see like Brock Lesnar or something in the ring with him or some huge guy. Yeah, I don't even know who the big people, I mean, Lesnar hasn't fought in years, but let's get a big dude to just whoop the shit out of him. Someone that we know will beat his ass. What I say is... <clears throat> We do what they do in WWE. We get a battle royal going. This time, though, in a cage, I guess. I mean, maybe a boxing ring, but we'll, we'll, we'll say a cage. There'll be like 30 people in there or something. They could all gang up on him in the beginning, beat the shit out of him. And it could be like over the top rope or whatever they got to do to eliminate people. Then they throw him out. He's eliminated. And then after that, the rest could beat the shit out of each other, eliminate each other. And then at the end, uh, they have a winner. That sounds fun. Then we know the guy gets his ass kicked. And then we get a new kind of match. Because, let's be for real, the UFC needs new matches. The same fight's over and over again. These guys, you know, they're not entertainers, so they don't really cut promos besides, like, McGregor. So, you know, it becomes a little bit of the same thing every time you watch it. So it made me, you know, in the beginning, I really liked it when Lesnar went over, but... After a while, it's like, ah, oh, fighters change. Got learning people. It's hard to keep up with. 
we need some more excitement in there. We need some new matches. They got to they got to take some uh, matches from WWE but modify them, make them UFC matches. Like I just said that Battle Royal type would be nice. Put Jones in there with those other people. Oh man, it would be it would be a bad day for John Jones. See, and that's what we need. We need to ensure this guy gets his ass kicked. If you just put a uh, Dominic Reyes in the cage with him. He lost the first fight, it says. Even though it says many people thought he won, that means you're not good en- a good enough fighter where we know you're going to kick the shit out of him. Uh, let's see what else it says. That's definitely not okay, Reyes said. It's not a good look for anyone involved, whether it's the organization, whether it's John, or whether it's his family. No matter what, it's all bad. This isn't his first defense. But that's up to the organization to decide. Me personally, I have a little keep this guy around so I can beat him up again kind of thing. Well, it sounds like you didn't beat him up the first time, correct? Let me make sure I I read that first part right. He hopes to get an opportunity to avenge his 2020 title fight loss to him about many thought he won. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Okay. Well, there's no reason to really keep going (coughs) with uh, this topic. It sounds like, uh, you know, we know Dominic Reyes wants to fight him. Probably won't happen. I do. I'm thinking uh, he's probably not going to be sticking around with UFC, even if he technically doesn't get fired, whether he gets arrested or he would just need to take time off after all the legal stuff is done. I I don't know. I don't know if I see it, but what the hell do I know? But if he does, I don't want to see Dominic Reyes fight fight him. I want to see the battle royal idea. All right, so let's get that started, people. I don't know if we need to get a hashtag going or something. Or what. But that's what I want to say. All right, I'm going to take a uh, quick trivia break, and then I will be back. Sound good, people? Cool. All right, trivia break. So, I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category, then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are... TV, sports, music, history, and literature. All right, the first question, the category is TV. What was the name of the middle Tanner daughter in the TV show Full House? Again, what was the name of the middle Tanner daughter in the TV show Full House? Okay, going on to the next question. The category is sports. Who is currently the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? Again, who is currently the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? I double-checked this. I think the answer should definitely be correct for this. Okay, next question. The category is music. Who sings the current number 19 song on the Billboard Hot 100 titled Seven Rings? All right, so this is definitely not the current number 19 song. However, you you people should still be able to get the question because I give the title Seven Rings. I wouldn't have known the answer to this even with the title of the song, but if you could get the answer, then you should know it from the title Seven Rings. All right, so again... Who sings the current number 19 song on the Billboard Hot 100 titled Seven Rings? So basically, who sings the song Seven Rings? Okay, next question. The category is history. What was the name of the mail service in the U.S. that ran from Missouri to California? Again, what was the name of the mail service in the U.S. that ran from Missouri to to California. And the last question, the category is literature. What is the name of Scrooge's clerk? Again, what is the name of Scrooge's clerk? 
All right, let's go through these answers. So the first question was, what was the name of the middle Tanner daughter in the TV show Full House? That is Stephanie, Stephanie Tanner. Uh, The next question was, who is currently the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? The answer to that is Baker Mayfield. Question after that was, who sings the current number 19 song on the Billboard Hot 100 titled Seven Rings? The answer to that was Ariana Grande. Next question was, what was the name of the mail service in the U.S. that ran from Missouri to California? The answer is Pony Express. And the last question was, what is the name of Scrooge's clerk? And the answer is Bob Cratchit. Alrighty, so that's all the questions for this week. Sorry if the uh, audio got a little crappy there at the end. My air conditioning turned on, and that makes uh, the audio worse, apparently. So I'm very sorry about that. Hopefully it's better next week. I have no clue if it will be or not. All right, time to get back to the show. All right, people, I am back. Hopefully uh, I won't cough as much this time. I, I did run up to get, a, to get a drink of water during that, so hopefully uh, I felt my voice getting scratchy. Hopefully it's not as scratchy now, even though it's kind of feeling scratchy to me again. Hold on. I just said hopefully I won't cough as much. Now I got to cough. <coughs> All right. Like I said, though, I'm actually feeling much better than I was. <laughs> Last Friday, I like did the show. felt fine that night. Boom. Bad, but I uh, feel significantly better than I even, than I feel uh, I've felt from the past week. I really don't feel sick anymore. Not that you people give a crap. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the uh, next thing. I saw Dave Portnoy. He was defending Joe Rogan, another Rogan topic. Uh, apparently, Howard Stern made some comments on Rogan. And Portnoy was standing up from... In all honesty, it didn't even really sound like he was like standing up for Rogan. Uh, what? Um, Portnoy said, I watched it's on the Dave Portnoy show on YouTube. Uh with Eddie and Co., I think it said. Um, it didn't really sound like he was standing up for Rogan. It sounded like he was like, screw you, Howard Rogan, you know, is the man, whatever. You know, it's like he was just kind of saying, uh, you know, it just seemed like hypocritical of what Howard was saying. That that was Portnoy's, uh, that's what he thought of it. So, all right, we'll see what uh, this article says about it. Port Dave Portnoy, founder of Barstool Sports, defended Joe Rogan after shock jock Howard Stern scolded the host of the Joe Rogan experience for his stance on coronavirus vaccines. Damn, Howard must be so pissed that articles still refer to him as a shock jock. He tries to get away from that so much. <coughs> and, uh, you know, he'll never get away from it. Rogan, who contracted the coronavirus in September, is one of... Uh, the shitheads in our country who won't get vaccinations, Stern said. We have no time for idiots in this country anymore, Stern said. We don't want you. We don't want you all to either go to the hospital and stay home, die there with your COVID. Don't take the cure, but don't clog up our hospitals with your COVID when you finally get it. Stay home. Don't bother with science. It's too late. Go fuck yourself. We just don't have time for you. Damn. Damn. Sterney previously uh, told those who don't want to get the vaccine to fuck their freedoms is hypocritical in attacking uh, Rogan Portnoy, said Tuesday on the Dave Portnoy show with Eddie Inco. He seems like somebody who slung it and would do anything, and he's quick now to, like, wag his finger at you, he said. He almost seems like he'd be wagging his finger at a younger self, if that makes any sense. So what he's saying there is... If Howard, like, would go back in time and he could meet himself, he would literally, like, be wagging his finger at his, you know, what made him famous. You know, the crazy stuff he used to do. Like, the new Howard would be like, hey, wagging his finger, stop that. Uh, Rogan's influence is at the height of its power, while Stearns is nowhere near Portnoy. Uh, Portnoy added, alluding that the former is more influential than the latter. 
Hold on. Another cough. <coughs> Rogan is almost the new Stern in a weird way. He said, uh, I understand that in the, f- that Rogan is like the new Stern and the fact that they're both, even though I still would say Rogan was like really popular on YouTube or Howard, even though he had the TV shows, which were very popular, especially the E-Show one. He was very popular on the radio. Where I don't, I don't know. I guess Rogan though was like number one on Apple Podcasts and stuff. The audio. I just always feel people would talk about the YouTube stuff more than the, uh, you know, than the audio. But uh, what do I know? Like I said, I'm not a fan of uh, Rogan. Really, just don't find his content to be the very entertaining most of the time. Some of the clips used to be entertaining, but. I'm not sitting through a three-hour show just listening to uh, him have a conversation with someone else. You know, but in in terms, actually, like I said, in terms of him being, like, number one in an audio-based medium, yes, he is, like, the new Howard Stern. And the fact that he does have a very, just large, strong audience like Howard, sure, 100%, like, but in terms of uh, Rogan fighting, like, the PC BS and stuff. I don't really think that's Rogan. Like, Howard, I wouldn't say he was fighting the PC culture. He was fighting the FCC. Which was trying to, uh, you know, say, hey, don't be edgy and stuff. It's like they wanted him to be PC. But, you know, they, they were the government trying to, you know, not let him say what he wanted to say. Where, uh... I wouldn't say Rogan exactly fights against any... He definitely doesn't fight against the government. He doesn't have to. He's on the internet. I guess you could say maybe he fights a little against the censorship just because he went to Spotify and stuff because he said YouTube would censor him. But I wouldn't say he's really made any huge like statements or anything trying to fight against it. Also, I I don't know. I just... I don't really see it. Like, you know, he, he is like, I, I wouldn't even say edgy. Like, I would, I would say he doesn't give a crap, but it's not like he tries fighting against it. He'll just say what he wants to say. So I guess in a sense, that's like fighting against it because he's not trying to censor himself. But I would actually say in terms of uh, fighting against the PC BS, uh, Portnoy is actually more like the new Howard Stern. The reason why I think maybe he doesn't get compared to as much uh, to these guys is because he's seen probably more as a businessman than an entertainer, which makes sense. You know, he owns Barstool Sports. He has that Dave Portnoy show, but he's got a lot of shows, which is never good. You know, like, if you have a lot of shows, you're never going to be seen as the big guy on one show. If he did put all his efforts towards one show and maybe took, like, more of a backstage role to his company and let let other people run it and really focused on one show. I wouldn't doubt that he could be, uh, you know, like the number one podcast or in the top five or something. He is an entertaining person. He, you know, isn't politically correct and he fights against the political correctness, which people like, and he doesn't apologize for shit, which is, uh, you know, very important. You know, if if you didn't do anything wrong, you shouldn't be apologizing. So, uh, I do think, you know, he would actually probably have, like, a better show than Rogan. I think he's pretty entertaining. But I, I think, I don't know, maybe he's also just entertaining in doses. Maybe, who knows if I'd like a long-form show by him. The shows he does now, I don't like any of them. I checked out that uh, Dave Portnoy one on YouTube. I've seen the one that he does with the TikTok kid. I don't like any of the shows he does now. I'm just saying, you know. But he also runs a company. He does those other shows. I'm... Maybe if he put his, all his efforts towards one show, maybe he w- it would be huge. I'm not saying it definitely would be. Like I said, it he might be better in doses. I'm just not sure. It is hard to say. That uh, it looks like that might have almost happened at one time, <coughs> not that long ago, just like this past year or so. Uh, Sirius XM, they stopped doing a show with uh, Barstool Sports. They stopped doing a channel with Barstool Sports. 
So uh, the Barstool Sports Channel was taken off. But apparently they reached out to Pornoy. And this was on a YouTube video. So uh, they reached out and they said, well, would you do, just you do a show, not Barstool Channel, just the Dave Pornoy show. And yeah, he was basically like, well, it depends how much money. And they asked how much money he'd want. And he said how much they paying Howard Stern, which I feel probably isn't the best way to get a price. And uh, when he found Howard Stern gets a hundred million a year, Portnoy said he wanted a hundred million. I'm thinking they probably didn't come back with anything. That it was probably so far out of their price range. I'm not saying if he literally was going to be in talks with them and said I will make this my number one priority. I will basically stop everything else. I will make this a huge show for Sirius XM. Uh, he is already a big personality. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve millions of dollars, but to put yourself up there with Howard Stern, who is the best radio personality of all time, and it's the fact that, like, porno, you might be entertaining, but we've never, like, really seen you on a long-form pl- format like that, and we've never seen you on radio. Like, you do the podcast. I guess, actually, you were on Sirius with... Uh, your other barstool people, but I don't know. We've never really seen you do an actual like radio type show, in my opinion. Something like a Howard Stern or an Opie and Anthony or something. So you know, in a sense, they are still taking some sort of chance on you. So I think a hundred million is way out of the ballpark. Uh, but I do think you know if they were going to pay him millions, uh, that could be fair. And I do, you know, if he did, like he said in the YouTube video, he'll make it his number one priority. I went into the series, would have a big show on their hands. And the Barstool Sports is like a big-ass marketing company. They He would make sh- sure that sh- they market the shit out of that show. And I honestly do think that could be, would be huge for SiriusXM. But I'm thinking they came back with either a much lower price for the show or they just didn't come back at all because they're like, fuck this guy. <laughs> $100 million, give me a break, dude. What, you think you're Howard Stern? You think you're Joe Rogan? But, uh... I don't know. Who knows? Maybe in the future. Be back at Sirius. I would love to run some ideas by uh, Bornoy. I know he would like some ideas because he's an innovator. And there's some things his company's doing, or I should say isn't doing, that I know he would like to be the pioneer of. And I know no one's really thought of these ideas in this company, but... What you gonna do? Okie dokes. I'm going to uh, get on to the last part of the show now. And I will not be calling Theo Vaughn this week. And I will not be calling my friend Greg like last week either. I'm going to see what it's like to call Whitney Cummings. Stand-up comedian. She's on the roasts and stuff. Uh, she has a podcast called, uh, good for good. The good for you podcast. Now I took a listen, uh, listen to it. Not so good for you. You kind of feel stupider after you listen to it really isn't that entertaining, but, uh, I do like her on the roasts and stuff. She really like goes to roast. Like she doesn't go for laughs. Like she says some things. I remember she like one after, uh, Hulk Hogan or Pam Anderson and then, just randomly brings Hulk Hogan's daughter into that. And I was like, geez, come on. You got you had to bring his daughter into that. Pretty funny, though. So I do like her as... Uh, I do like her on the roasts and stuff. And I guess I like her as guests. Uh, a guest on podcasts. But as her own... Not a fan. But I did see she has a number. So we are going to try calling it. We'll see if it's like Theo's. Or we'll see if it's something stupid. Who knows what it'll be like. Uh, Let's see. I wonder if it's just going to be an automated email saying, oh, if you want the tour dates, this is it. Theo, at least you're getting to uh, leave a message to. All right, let's see if this works. Hey, everyone. You have reached Whitney coming on the good for you podcast hotline leave a message 
or a question or a statement or a tidbit or a little adorable sentence. I don't know. And I'm going to play it on the podcast. Cool. Yo, Whitney, it's Frankie D. Uh, I was curious if I could get your opinion on pork roll. If you call the meat pork roll or Taylor ham. Uh, I've, you know, talked to a Jim Norton about this. I've talked to Theo Vaughn about this. I've even talked to Conan O'Brien about this. I figured I should uh, talk to you about this now because I need a girl's perspective on this. I think you're a very smart woman. I think you're smart enough to be calling it uh, pork roll. I don't see why you'd call it Taylor ham. Only the idiots in uh, Northeast Jersey call it that. We could, let's just say North Jersey. All of North Jersey calls it stupid Taylor Ham. Rest of Jersey, they call it pork roll. You're a smart woman. I think I know you know the right thing to do. It's pork roll. There's also a bunch of stupid idiots in North Jersey that don't believe Central Jersey exists. Can you believe that? Fucking idiots. All right, Winnie. Uh, make sure you call it pork roll. All right, sound good? Peace. Okay. Well, now we know uh, who we're going to be calling the next so many weeks. Okay. That is it for uh, the Frankie D show today. I will be uh, plugging the show now if anyone wants to call in. Write it in the chat. And I'll take some call-ins. Until then, everyone, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to the Frankie D show on YouTube. Uh, smash that subscribe button, ding the bell, give it a thumbs up. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of the other platforms, subscribe on there, give me a review. Keep listening, keep bringing my numbers up. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Alright, sound good people? Alright, looks like no one wants to call in. Sorry if that was a somewhat rough one today. I tried to make that as smooth as possible. Was feeling, you know, I'm actually feeling pretty fine. It's just, I don't know, I guess my throat's still a little off. Just from (coughs) being sick this past week. So, uh, you know, for the times I coughed and everything like that. Sorry about that. Next week, we should definitely be back to normal. I'm feeling pretty much better today. So by next week, I will be... Back to normal. All right, everyone, I thank you again for listening. I appreciate everyone uh, that stops by live and that's been listening to the recordings, uh, you know, on Apple, Spotify, and all the other places. I appreciate you guys listening. And that is the end of the show today. So, again, I'll be back live uh, Next Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, and I put the recordings out on Tuesday nights. So, you guys can look forward to that. All right, thanks again. I'll see you. Peace.